I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Previously on Chaotic Normal, after delving into a Merfolk city to cleanse me of a Kraken curse, the crew decided we needed a little bit of a break and decided to head towards a druid grove that was said to be also somehow cursed. In the middle of the area where the Druid Grove lies is a Tirathi Empire military fortress known as Camp Vengeance. When the crew arrived, they were confronted and told that we best be on our way, but we continued. When we got into the camp, we noticed that there were many sick individuals and many of the Soldiers there believed this place to be cursed. We now find ourselves continuing to explore the dark corners of this camp and the dark secrets that lie within the forest. Let us see if the Ancient Ones hold any secrets for us to find on Chaotic Normal, The Shattered Isles. It's at this point that Celeste and Phil walk up to the group, uh, just as Rubert is remarking that uh, he'd like to speak with Darwin Nash about these ruins. Didn't you mention that you uh, perhaps knew a Darwin Nash, Jules? Do I? Yes, Jules, you succeeded on a history check last time that we played that recalled you that uh, Darwin Nash and Isabella Descar are two famous explorers in the Shattered Isles. Uh, who basically uh, are in competition with one another, um, where Darwin Nash was Isabella Descar's uh, like mentor until she split off on her own. And the two of them are basically in competition across here, one-upping each other, discovering strange sights here in the uh, Shattered Isles. Uh, you yourself had the opportunity to... Uh, travel with them although you know you recall very little of it because it was close to the time that jewels had their tragic accident that left them uh, nearly dead mm. yeah my memories are a little fuzzy from that time i'm a little nervous about what they'll think of me now i'm sure it, you know it, you'll be greeted as an old friend but any uh, connection we have to him would be very good 
Hopefully for the best. Do you guys, uh, you get any skinny? Will we split up? What's going on? Uh, well, we got a new crew member. Uh, oh, a, what? A doctor, perhaps. A Sparrow? You, you, Sparrow's going to stay? What? He can stay with me. <laughs> no, you already got the chickens, Phil. You, you can't oh. have three pets. Oh, I'm embarrassed. Are you lonely, Phil? Do we need to get you some enrichment activities? I don't know, man. Hey, I don't want to talk about it. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> uh, hey, I've, I've been looking around. There's like a lot of sick guys on cots and they don't have any clothes on. We could probably get a couple, you know, some some outfits, you know, some clothes that could come in handy, some costumes that make us look like imperialists. I mean, I'm sure they just have spares. We don't have to steal from the sick. Oh, OK, I'm well, sh- keep an eye out. We should get a couple of those for us. It actually would not be a bad idea to uh, get some Imperial uniforms from an armory if they have one. That's actually, that's a good idea. It's a pretty good idea. Uh, they do have one. It's located under one of the, uh, one of the watchtowers. Uh, you can see that because things are pretty clearly labeled in this camp because it's a pretty small camp. Um, but as you kind of get the lay of the land of the camp, now that you're sort of free to explore, uh, you find that there is a dog cat, or you find there's like, it's not super large. There's a pair of like large medical tents. Um, and then there's individual soldier tents. Uh, there's wash basins and attempts at that. There's pools of stagnant filth water. Uh, and you discover the, or you discover that there is a, uh, you find a dog pen that's uh, an animal pen that's uh, full of uh, four sickly goats. Um, and you can tell it was be- built to house many more animals, but the animals clearly have died off. Just sickly goats are left behind. And then in the other corner, you find a disgusting sight as uh, you find the latrines. Uh, the latrines were dug in a way that standard procedure should have worked. Uh, but because the ground is so wet here and so moist, uh, plus the rains are so strong in the uh, doldrums, um, as the Stormfather cries upon uh, the lost heart of Melora, uh, the uh, latrines seem to have a habit of regularly uh, overfilling and flooding with their waters, then pouring out and sloshing through the entirety of Camp Vengeance, basically making it to where the entire camp is their latrine. Uh, And this whole place is mixed that constant smell of charred uh, bodies, the buzzing of flies, and the dense air of smoke trying to smother all the mosquitoes and all of these terrible scents. It is clearly a miserable and horrible place, this Camp Vengeance. Um, so are you interested in trying to find Sister Sia for anything in particular? Uh, honestly, I think we, well, I mean, it's worth talking to her. See if she knows anything about the Ancient One Ruins and what, if there seems to be some sort of curse going on around here. If she has any sort of inkling into that. All right, you set out to try and find this uh, woman, but before you even can, a uh, a half elf man approaches uh, your group. He walk or he wears uh, leathers, although they're loose and undone, clearly 
uh, to try and get the heat off. Uh, he carries a pair of uh, short or sorry, scimitars at his side with his hands resting on them, and he walks with the cocksure swagger of a mercenary. As he approaches uh, your group, he has a smile on his face, and the half-elf uh, remarks, Hey, whoa, whoa, don't hold up there. want to grab you for a moment. You just brought in that ship out there, right? Melora's Borealis? Oh, so you've heard of us. Oh, have I? <laughs> Fellow pirate hunters, huh? Mm. I heard yeah. what you did to the sea ghost. Got them in their own place, bastards. Glad for it. What was the bounty like? Mm. A gentleman doesn't uh, sink and tell. Uh, he smirks and says, well, I don't make it out to... Uh, me and my crew don't make it out to Provident, or to the Melora's Vale often. You know, the big fish don't really go out that way. Well, are you, uh, Captain, uh... God, sorry, name's escaping me. What was your crew? What's your name's crew? I've heard of your ship, but your names, I've lost them. Rubio Graysand. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and I'm sorry, I didn't catch yours. Every fucking time. Uh, oh, he uh, smiles and he says, <laughs> kind of figured my reputation would precede me. My name is oh, uh, no. <laughs> my name is Lorzen Billwaddle, captain of the Kraken Bait. Kraken Bait. Hmm. Make a history check on Kraken Bait. I got a heard of it. one non-natural. <laughs> got an eight. Fourteen. Phil. Slow dice today. Got a seven. Uh, literally none of you have heard of it except for Jules. Jules, the Kraken Bait isn't the most notorious pirate hunter in the uh, Shattered Isles, but it is up there on the lists of infamy, uh, of going around sinking pirate ships on behalf of people like uh, Gellin Primewater and other uh, people who put up bounties for pirate ships. Um, so as, uh, as uh, Lorskin Bill Waddle uh, the captain of the uh, Kraken Bait uh, introduces himself, and then uh, Jules, you're aware of that. Do you give that exposition to your crew, or leave them just looking confused and unsure? Uh, yes, I've heard of you. I, you have here. You've also worked with Gellin Primewater. I've done a I've done a bounty for him or two, but you know that old bastard. He doesn't pay good enough. No, I like to go after the uh, for the smaller merchants are the best game. They're more desperate. They have less people at their disposal. Hell, you lurk around Uskarn for a while. Sometimes you can make a nice reward just waiting for a pirate ship to go after a merchant. Then you take the pirates as they take the merchant. Usually get about half the haul from the merchant ship. Just a little insider tip. Hmm, quite the tip. <laughs> so what, what business do you have here? You looking to, you looking to get a, or are you waiting on a ship coming through the vents? Uh, no, actually, we're more uh, curious about these, the druid mangroves. We'd heard many rumors about them. And... Azure stand? <laughs> no money in Azure stand. Think about it. Even, even if you could go there and live, 
What are druids hiding wealth for? They don't even touch metal. No good coin, no gold, nothing. Azure stands a waste of time. Listen, if you're looking for coin, I could actually use your help. We've got a good gig going right here, but you know, if you've got a crew full of, pi- er, full of pirate hunters out there, damn it, I think I need your help here. I think we could really make a good business. Hmm. Listen, I have uh, this guy, and he gestures towards the command tent, this commandant. His soldiers are sick, they're unhealthy. You know, they've, they've, got, they've got a good fighting force with that damned man-of-war out there. That thing blows apart any ship it comes near. That, that man-of-war, you're not recovering anything that it touches. That sinks into the bottom of the sea. But meanwhile, both of your other sailing vessels they brought in here got hulled in the middle of the night. One or one last week, one this week. Those two ships sunk out in the water. Those are imperial vessels that were hulled. No one knows how, Someone, but they just sunk in the middle of the night. So they're low on supplies and equipment. And so I happened to offer my, the services of me and my crew. Now, I'm not leaving my ship out there. You know, the, the Kraken bait's not going to lurk out in these waters that where ships are just randomly sinking with that big old man of war lurking about. No, 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 no. I had uh, some of my crew take that away. But me and my boys, about 20 of us, you can find us here around camp, though not in this bullshit place. He gestures to the muck of vengeance. Um, we've got our own little sights out in the jungle. 20 of us. We're on the dime. We're making two silver pieces each a day just for being here, sipping drinks on the beach. Sure, at night you come out here, you kill a few undead, but the soldiers do all the real labor. There's like four zombies a night. And here's the big thing. He promise, uh, The commandant promises once what he believes this big event is coming, where the big waves are coming. Zombies after zombies, hundreds of them, he claims. He seems to believe that it's a pattern. Once this happens, when we keep the camp safe, he's promised 500 gold pieces to my ship for killing dead while inside a fortress. 500 gold pieces. Just for me. My crew each get 10 gold pieces ahead for living. Think about it. 20 men crew, that's another 200 gold pieces. Yeah, 200 gold pieces on top of the 500. Whole ship makes 700 gold pieces. Easy. Hardly any work. Just kill a few dead guys that hardly know how to walk around. Pistol does most of the work. But I'm seeing 30 guys out there on that ship between uh, you officers and your crew. 30 guys could really do a lot of work to make uh, on this. Make this real easy. And I'm sure we can get the Commandant to add a bit to the bill. So what do you say? You interested? Easy, easy money. You do propose an intriguing offer, I must say. And besides, we've been here about a week. There's been no massive hordes of undead. Old Commandant, I think, has gone a little out of his mind from the malaria. It's easy work. Hmm. <laughs> well, it's, I'm sorry. You know, you said you meet me there. Well, we're meeting here. We just we were our space is just up a bit in the jungle. It's not hard to find. It's not this kind of military fortification. Just a nice, simple beachside uh, camp. Come find us. Mm, will do. Yeah. At night, we come down here. We hold the fortification. You know. 
you know, shoot a few zombies, a couple arrows. We had five the other night, five of them, and we've got the spikes killed three. We didn't even have to do anything. It was actually a boring night. Sounds like easy money. Exactly. All right. Now I got to get back to my boys. I was saying he gestures at a bag he's holding, just coming down to collect today's pay. But uh, you all uh, stay safe. And he steps out of the camp and starts heading off down the beach, uh, his bag jingling full of coin. So this pirate hunter is clearly looking for a bit of camaraderie with you all, trying to share this chance for easy money with you. Uh, But what his purpose is for sharing easy money is pretty unclear. Um, He needs zombie bait. Man, I like that guy. That's kind of what I gathered. Can I, when he's like, oh, we don't know who killhole or sunk the ships can i do like some sort of insight on that yeah make it back to it i got a three you know i'd be down to get drunk on the beach he said they drink on the beach all day (laughs) yeah you're he's a pirate hunter he's a good guy he hunts pirates to death he's Taking things from sick people. He's just getting paid for an honest night's work. Ew. And he said those are Imperial ships in the in the bay. Yeah. But- oh, right, one more thing, really quick. We, you think they got any weapons? We could do a little dive, see what's going on in there. I don't know. I'm just throwing stuff out here at this point. <laughs> Shouldn't we find like Darwin Nash though? Isn't that kind of our goal? Yes, we should. Yeah, sorry when that. Yeah, sorry. I was just so taken by Lorzen's just swagger oh. and charisma. We could. Oh, it's because he knew your name. Easy <laughs> up. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you've uh, you've received a few uh, opportunities here, where apparently uh, Lorskin uh, Lorskin Bill Whittall wants to uh, hire you on as. Uh, fellow defense, like mercenary defense, to uh, hold this place against a few zombies. Um, it sounds like he was plotting something with a, uh, or like he, he's been, or he, it sounds like he was coming through here hunting a pirate. So you can assume that he's trying to pirate hunt still. Um, but then also, uh, you've found a uh, ship's doctor who's going to be out digging up little secret stashes in the jungle and then get meet you here at night to uh, whisk him away to safety. You've also heard that there's an imminent threat of a, apparently the commandant thinks there's massive waves of undead coming to attack for uh, camp uh, vengeance, which uh, Celeste and Phil, you her overheard the commandant earlier and he, remarked that fear but also remarked that that's what happened at the last place um which uh the acolyte oaks also confirmed is it started with just a few undead and then suddenly hundreds of undead on like night 10 uh swarmed their uh previous fort um so as you uh kind of realize that's what seems to be going on here is undead attacking mystery of who hold the ships hulling mind you is when you drill a hole in a ship so it sinks um but mystery of who hold the two sailing vessels or like uh keel boats out there that would allow them to actually traverse the rivers easily um the man of war is out there kind of being a cannon's defense but that might help somewhat against zombies if it's like just blasting the uh field with cannonballs um but uh 
then there's the real interest reason you came here was to uh, find someone who knows about uh, Azure Stand. And it sounds like Darwin Nash would be. You haven't heard heads or tails of uh, or Hyder. You haven't heard anything about Isabella de Ascar being here. Um, but you have heard that Darwin Nash apparently has been here and has led an expedition up to Camp Righteous, their previous camp that they left months ago when zombies overwhelmed it. Uh, but he, that was three days ago, and it's only a few hours travel away. So if you were hoping to speak with Darwin Nash, you'd have to head up river to Camp Vengeance. Or sorry, Camp Righteous. Yeah, I think we should up to Camp Righteous. It's only a few hours, right? We could be there, come back, uh, abscond with the Acolyte in the same night and then if zombies attack and uniforms yeah and uniforms and maybe check the commandant to see if they stole anything and are keeping it with them uh from that ancient one ruins and then also if any zombies attack like if it's a small force hang out help out a little bit get make a little money hey if um if we're going up river, are we taking Malor's Borealis or Naughty Dreams? It would have to be Naughty Dreams. Uh, it's okay. too shallow um, in there because they're not technically rivers. It's shallow, narrow. I guess it's, it's like a saltwater river. Um, they're basically, it's narrow channels between the Farvale Islands. So you could take uh, Malor's Borealis through there, but it's a pretty dangerous idea because it's so many steep banks and turns and narrow river that and branches overhanging it that you'd probably break the boat. Being captain of the Naughty Dreams has actually been a lot more relevant than I ever thought it would be. <laughs> it was a bargaining chip, man. I knew what I was doing. Um, hey, Captain, do you want to talk to uh, Amory? Are you worried about this ship getting hold? you want me to put up on the phone for you? I mean, on the, on the conch for you? Uh, Does, should we move the ship out of the bay? Am I overthinking this? No, actually, I was thinking the exact same thing. Uh, okay, here. Uh, Amory, hey, it's your uncle. Here, I'm gonna put Captain on. That's not right, it's for you. That's not how sending works. Okay, I only have like ten words. Make sure we're not being hold. Pull the ship. Oh fuck, that was all of it. I'll get it one of these things. <laughs> you shouldn't have rushed it. Both of you can have inspiration, but uh, I am gonna count that as having used the sending stone. <laughs> I no look I it, I think it's moving. We'll be fine. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh Amory's going to make an insight check over here to see if he's able to figure out what the fuck that meant. I also imagine it like stores the sending on the conch until and like the conch is blinking and then he picks it up and he gets this as a voicemail. Uh <laughs> For your fucking luck. Amory crit on his insights. So uh, Amory somehow is able to piece together that you wanted the ship to be pulled out of harbor so it doesn't get hold. That kid's so smart. I'm so glad we saved his life. <laughs> Amory steals the Melora's Borealis, leaving you to die in this camp. Uh, <laughs> Amory becomes the dread pirate. <laughs> I'd be so proud. All right. Uh, so... Um, Cool. So, uh, you yeah. So you've talked with a few people here. Um, not everyone, but you know, there's like 50 people here, and that's reasonable. Um, did you want to uh, try and get assistance with anything you're doing, or are you going to go out, set out on your own to uh, Camp uh, Righteous? I have a quick question. Yeah. Would Would there be any benefit of doing like 
a healing thing for them to help give them some extra energy? Or is it kind of just dire because they're living in their own filth? Um, disease curing uh, could help. You know, I mean, they'll probably get the disease again because malaria is everywhere here. Um, but it could help save some people from death. And you can be certain that Sister Cius, assuming she's not a, uh, assuming she's not a malicious person who likes to make people suffer and seeing them die sickly, uh, she'd probably be very appreciative of things like if you were to go in there and start like purifying food and drink and uh, um, curing disease, which are things available to you as a uh, druid. But you'd yeah. have to spend more than like one ritual doing it. It'd have to be some significant amount of time spent here. As in like half day. Oh, okay. So I wouldn't be able to go on the up to find Nash and do that. Yeah. It would have to be a either or for the crew. Okay. I'm down I- to split the party and hang out with you. I can purify food and drink. I could get some outfits too. While I would here. discourage you from splitting the party while <laughs> rowing up river to a place where hundreds of zombies overwhelmed a camp months ago and then an explorer in his expedition never came back from. But it could be a classic Phil and Celeste mess around. Yeah. <laughs> what do the cards say, Celeste? This could be a fun, you know, bonding Funny experience. you say that. I did draw the warrior this morning at sunrise, which is strength and fortitude. But maybe the universe is right. Maybe we should all stick together. What if I did like a an aura of vitality that lasts a minute and do like a big sweep of the camp? What does aura of vitality do? It's a 30 foot radius of light that provides 2d6 of healing. Wow. To everyone who is impacted or like in that aura. Yeah. Unfortunately, no one's really hurt with like damage. So like it's they're suffering from disease. So. Or a uh, uh, vitality, unfortunately, wouldn't do much to help anyone. Mm. Sorry. That's too bad. Now I feel bad. You shouldn't. You shouldn't feel bad. How dare you try to help people? Uh, imperial scum, let the dogs die. Okay. All right, let's go. <laughs> all right. So much for the fun mess around. It's we'll basically it they're all the suffering from sewer plague Ew. or filth fever. Yum. Yeah. Well, if we live through this, maybe we can spend some time before we leave and Help purify people? their water. Yeah. Well, remember, you're going to be here working for two CP or two silver pieces a day. So, yeah, I know. So much yeah, money. That's good money. All right. Uh, so, you head out from Camp Vengeance without any uh, further ado? Yeah, I think so. All right. Uh, do you send the sparrow back to the boat or do you make him come with you? He has four HP. He's a non combatant. Oh, send him in the boat. Let's not make him see zombies. Let's get this guy. Yeah, he can wait and camp and mingle. Yeah, leave him in camp. I don't want him to go back to the boat. I'm going to go hang out with the commandant. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so the five of you get into the naughty dreams. And uh, after getting some directions about which like river to take um, from uh, Oaks. Uh, the acolyte um, you set off up river to find the uh, or to find camp righteous so the crew or the officers of the Melora's Borealis take to the naughty dreams currently captained by none other than what is your current name Phil I, I for the I'm 
Phil Collins. But I'm, I'm Danny or Nathaniel Ocean to anyone I don't want to talk to. Fair. Uh, so, crewed by Phil Collins, you set out uh, through the... Uh, you set out along the river, up through it, rowing as you go. Uh, the five of you are keeping a close eye to the banks, knowing that these islands are full of goblins and other such evils. Uh, but as you row your way up north, farther and farther, weaving around, following the maps, or like the kind of path you were given uh, to charter your way up there towards Camp Righteous, uh, it is a beautiful jungle tour. Um, the water is a strange and eerie, like it feels like it's a river, but it's not fresh water. Uh, it is still salt water and there's still, uh, brackish elements of it that feel reminiscent of the sea. Um, here, the, uh, dense, like carpet bedding of, uh, rotting foliage at the bottom that isn't getting swept away seems to get less and less. And within like the first hour, uh, the, you suddenly find that you're actually fighting against a channel. Uh, or against a uh, current in the water, and that you're actually rowing through what is true and proper uh, like channels of sea here that cut between these two islands, although very narrow. So the doldrum, or you realize you must have gone away from the doldrums and you're no longer uh, suffering that absence of wind and current. So you continue uh, rowing your way through this. Um, halfway through your journey, sorry, in the, the near... Uh, as the journey gets later and later until about uh, three and a half hours in, you know that you should be getting close to Camp Righteous based on the map. You spot a row or like a canoe bobbing in the water ahead. One of the small rowboats that the uh, Nash expedition must have taken north uh, is your guess as you see that this canoe is branded with the uh, uh, star of the, um, like the the star symbol that is the symbol of the empire, and as you see it bobbing towards you, you realize there is a person half hanging out of it, like slumped over the edge of the canoe as it's caught in the current and rocking by you. The person seems to be unconscious. What do you do? Oh shit, Zelnern, row that way. Get going. Hello. I'm I'm rowing. I'm rowing. All right, Zelner, I need to make a strength uh, check using your sail, or if you're proficient in sailors' tools, which you should be. So, strength uh, sailors, sailing vehicles. What is it? I wish that it was a clearer way to ask for someone to make a vehicles check. Uh, strength-based sailing vehicles check. Can I cast guidance on that? Oh, sorry. Oh, I just but, wanted to cast guidance. Oh, yeah. to help. cast we, guidance on D four. Um, and would that okay be proficiency plus strength modifier then? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, because you are proficient in water vehicles. There we go. Uh, critical miss. But uh, really a nine. In in Zelnern's urgency to rush towards there, the boats are like you suddenly get turned on the side and the current catches your canoe as well. Everyone needs to make a DC five dexterity saving throw or else fall out of the canoe. Oh or you're uh, out of the naughty dreams, rather. Thought up. Uh, I cream this. Classic. <laughs> Ew. Was it five? What was it? Five, yeah. DC five okay. dex save. I got oh it, too. So other than, <laughs> other than Rubert, did anyone fall in? 
Yep. Yeah, I fell too. All right, uh, Phil and Rubert <laughs> topple <laughs> over uh, into the uh, into the uh, churning water. Uh, worse, Zillner, and you've kind of caught on the edge. The uh, canoe with the unconscious man drifts by you, but now two of your uh, people are also caught in the river. I need initiative because uh, people might so drown here. Does. The captain goes down with his ship. Sink it. Sink the ship. Everyone <laughs> off. <laughs> God damn it. I just had to not crit miss. That's all you had to do. 15. 18. 7. 19. 19. 17. All right, uh, Jules, the, uh, so the boat topples on its side. Oh, I need to actually add the fact that there's another boat. Uh, the boat topples on its side, uh, kicking, uh, or dropping Rubert and Phil from it. Meanwhile, the other uh, canoe with the uh, person slumped hanging over the edge of it drifts by uh, the rowboat you're currently in, or, like drifts by the Naughty Dreams. What do you do? Uh, are they in different... How far apart are the two people that just fell in? Uh, they're both within like five, ten feet of each other. Okay, I will um, cast shape water to still the flow of the water where Rubert is so that it's not flowing anymore. Oh, that's cool. Uh, Rubert, suddenly you are no longer caught in the, uh, in the stream. Uh. And, uh, so you're no longer caught and, uh, at risk of, uh, saying, look, I found a token. Um, but then, uh, Phil, you, or you two are still in the water. Phil, you are going to still be flooding back, but, uh, Jules has saved uh, Rubert from get uh, from drifting away. Um, well done, Jules. And then, are you finished, Jules? If so, Rubert, you don't get pulled away by the current, so you're, you have a much easier time grabbing yourself and pulling yourself in. It's just a strength athletics uh, DC five to get back into the boat. I don't want to leave Phil behind, though. The, yeah, I don't, my best chance of saving it was jumping back in the boat. Yeah, I'll get back in the uh, naughty dreams. What kind of check? Uh, DC 5 Strength Athletics. Athletics uh, 17. 17. All right, so you, with, with relative ease, you jump back into the uh, boat. And uh, you jump back into the boat with relative ease and are safely on board. And that is your action to climb your way back on. Or, sorry, it's just your movement. You have action still. Uh, I'll give... I'll throw a dagger in to um, Phil to give him bardic inspiration. Fun. Quick, gra- grab this. Not by the blade. Mutiny. They're mutinying. <laughs> <laughs> I knew this was coming. <laughs> so, Robert, you grant bardic inspiration to Phil, and uh, he's like 10 feet away from you, so. Uh, yeah, it's th- that's too far. <laughs> I guess, do I have a rope? No, I don't. Can you ready it for when I move the boat closer? Yeah, like, can I ready an action for uh, when he gets close to reach in? Yeah. Cool. Uh, so you stretch your hand out. Uh, Zelnern, you start grabbing at the oars, but to your uh, shock, as you start to grab at the oars, you see a shark's fin raise up in the water, beelining straight for Phil. Uh Zelnern, I need you to make uh, a. I need you to make a strength uh, water vehicles uh, check contested by the sharks' athletics to see if you can beat the uh, shark to fill. 
I'm gonna use an inspiration um, to uh, get advantage on this because right. I already failed once at this, and I don't want to be the person that killed the captain on his little tiny ship. All right, <laughs> I'm coming. Uh, that is a twenty-six. Wow, the shark got a eighteen plus four twenty-two. Wow, uh, so you, despite the shark beelining towards Phil, you pull at the oars, moving the car straight towards him. Uh, Rubert, you snatch down to pull Phil on board. Uh, I need you to make a DC uh, 5 strength athletics to yank Phil on board. DC 5 athletics, okay. Uh, This plus 2, 10 plus 2, 12. You yank Phil back on board, the uh, and you've gotten him to safety. Uh, Phil, you, however, see that the rowboat with the uh, person in it is drifting away and at risk of, li- of toppling over into the water where that hunter shark is still swimming through. What do you do? The, uh, um, the canoe with the uh, unconscious person in it slumped over the edge is about 10, uh, 15 feet away now. Cool. I think I finally get to use my new spell that I've been trying to use. I want to cast Vortex Warp. What is that? Um, Vortex Warp. uh, You magically twist space around another creature you can see within range. Target must succeed on a constitution saving throw. DC 14. Um, Otherwise, the target is teleported to an unoccupied space of your choice that you can see within range. So I want to Vortex Warp the unconscious guy. Okay. So that I'm piloting the canoe and then put him on the Naughty Dream. All right. Uh, so how does that play out as a uh, artificer? What's the uh, what's your tool? Um, How's that working? Just want to know. Yeah, I'm gonna point my arcane firearm and uh, I like wave it around. You, I knew it. It was coming. I knew you were gonna try and take me down. And then <laughs> they think I'm pointing at them, and I shoot it at the guy, and I switch places with them. Um, sudden or in this flash as a vengeful fill. Who think uh, is clearly shouting about how you're trying to, you know, mutiny me, you know, kill me. Um, he aims the gun and fires, and then I, it must have killed him because Phil's gone, and a corpse that's only half there is in his place. Uh, at or replacing where Phil was is what you realize to be the slumped-over body that was slumped over the edge of the canoe was only half of a person, the top half of a person. And as it teleports into your space, it kind of moves and twists <laughs> this animate undead moaning up towards you as uh, Phil has switched places with a zombie. And I start rowing away. <laughs> <laughs> towards Camp Righteous. <laughs> so Phil has uh, switched places with a zombie who is now in initiative order and he rolled low which is actually good right now so Phil you have successfully or so you've fallen over into the other boat I'm going to let you attempt a uh, DC uh, 10 uh, strength or sorry DC 10 wisdom sailing vehicles to get control of that vessel Okay. Is there oars in here? I'm just curious. Uh, or do I have like nothing to paddle with? There is nothing clearly to paddle. Uh, no, there is an oar. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. What was the check? DC 10 wisdom sailing vehicles. Okey-dokey. Or water vehicles. That's what it is. Water vehicles. It is. Vehicles. 
parentheses water. Yes, thank you. It's much easier. You didn't do good. Got a two. Um, unfortunately, you don't manage to get control of the vehicle this turn. That doesn't mean that you've like lost control or anything on it, but it is, uh, like I said, I mean, it is still out of control, and you run the risk at the start of your next turn of getting bucked out of it still. Um, but it is then, Celeste, your turn. There is a zombie at your feet. Yeah, it's not cool. Um, I guess I'll thorn whip it. Towards you? And unfortunately. All right, you stretch the thorn whip, yanking at it, and yanks it up from the ground. Oh. I got a 12. It's AC is 8 because it's a zombie, so the thorn whip yanks around it. You tear it up into the air. It flies up and then slams back down onto the deck of the Naughty Dreams. Roll damage. Hmm. I got nine damage. All right. Uh, the thorns tear into it, eviscerating part of its flesh. And it's already only the top half of a person. Uh, and there's like rotten entrails trailing out of its back. And now it's eviscerated and like, tor- or I guess, shredded and torn apart. It slams back down into the boat. Uh, and then using that same momentum that you pull it up with, Celeste, it lunges at you. Uh <laughs> tackling onto you for a strength athletics check of 17. So I need you to make a DC, or you need you to meet or beat 17 on strength athletics or dexterity acrobatics. Mm, I'm not good at either of those. Let's see. 16. 16? Uh, You needed a 17, unfortunately. Uh, The zombie lunges at Celeste, pushing her over, and the zombie itself also falling over, both of them toppling down into the water. Jules, what are the zombie is clearly incapable of swimming, so it's just holding onto you, Celeste, in the water, and you feel yourself being dragged down by it. If you detangle from its grasp, it will sink and disappear forever. Jules, what do you do? Celeste has just been shoved into the water, as uh, and she's about to get caught by the currents and dragged away. There's also a shark in that water, and a zombie holding onto Celeste. (laughs) Not ideal. Uh I will try to steal the water that Celeste is in and hopefully she can get rid of that zombie's grasp. I think Phil is at least in a boat, so... Yeah. All right, you steal the water there and uh, suddenly the current ceases as you make a little bit of a dull drum here. Uh, Is that your action? Yep. All right, Rubert, what do you do? There's a hunter shark circling towards the new disturbance of the water, which is a zombie and Celeste, but it's also eyeing Phil's boat, which he didn't get control of, so it's still like wobbling and he might topple into the water uh can i attempt to go grab celeste and pull her into the naughty dreams and shake yes. off the zombie she's being carried or she's held by a heavy weight of a zombie though so it's going to be a dc 15 strength athletics to drag her back into the boat oh baba buoy just be a warrior like the stars said today like the stars said i'm gonna use inspiration on this uh, got two twelves plus two, 14. <laughs> Unfortunately, no. Uh, you grab hold of Celeste and try to pull her up, but the zombies weight's too much. You realize the boat's going to topple. You can push that check if you want. So just try again, and if you fail, you fall into the water. Yeah, I'll do that. All right. I like pushing it. 
Oh, that's going to be a nine. <laughs> All right. Uh, in a desperate attempt to help Celeste, you drag yourself into the water, uh, being pulled down with her. Uh, with only Jules and Zelnern left in the boat, the shark has too many options. Um, it goes for the larger body, which is the Celeste and uh, zombie combo. It circles around, moving towards... I'm going to even odds on my end to see if it goes after the uh, zombie or Celeste. But its teeth come pouring towards you, the blood of the zombie sending it into a blood frenzy. It opens its mouth wide. Celeste uh, is a 22 to hit a hit. Yeah. You see its gaping jaws opening wide for 19 piercing damage. You wince and then find that the teeth bite down onto the zombie clinging to you, tearing it away, piercing into the zombie. Does the zombie die? If it dies, it'll let go. If it doesn't, critical. The zombie does not die in response to this. Its arms are stretched out of the hunter shark's mouth, still holding on to you, Celeste. So wait, so... I just got duped thinking a shark was going to get me. It didn't get me, but now I'm getting dragged by a, a zombie. zombie. Okay, cool. This cool, went cool. very bad very quickly. Why um, does this always happen with sharks? The shark then kind of starts to drag you and the or the zombie and you away. Zelnern, only you and Jules are left on the boat. What do you do? Celeste um, is still at the top of the water, maybe uh, 10 feet in front of the rowboat, um, getting dragged by a shark that's like thinks the zombie is struggling in its mouth even though the zombie's destroyed or no sorry technically the zombie's still at one hp holding on to celeste is there a way to uh, grab onto celeste so it stops the so it pull away from the zombie shark yeah if you can um, get the boat if you can get the boat up next to her uh then you could use a strength athletics to try and break her free sweet okay i'm gonna do that all right you pilot the boat look the piloting the boat is a action though okay so i can't do both um well i can move it and then jules hopefully can on their turn yeah okay so i'll move the boat boat. i'll move it farther up than i need to just in case the shark moves farther again all right um so you push the boat forward uh, and yeah, make go ahead and make the uh, the. It's only going to be a DC. Uh, actually, no, sorry, you're not racing against anything, so no, it's just going to use your movement because you're already piloting the boat and it's not out of control. You're fine. Uh, you can use an action because no challenge in moving it. All right, great. Um, well, then I will try to grab Celeste. All right, DC well, fifteen we'll strength athletics. Yank her out of a zombie's arms held in a shark's mouth. Um, I got 16. What did I need? Uh, 15. You yank her out and up onto deck. Uh, The zombie shark fight is going to continue for a bit, giving you a bit of reprieve. Uh, Zelner and you, but there's still, like, you've just scooted by the zombie shark. And uh, Phil, you're out of control in your boat. You're out of control, Phil. Uh, I need from you a DC 10 dexterity saving throw to not topple out of, or sorry, DC 5 to not topple out of this raucous boat. 
Haha, 19. You managed to not fall out of it, but you haven't gained control of it yet. Oh my goodness. Do I need to do another wisdom? Yeah, as a bonus action to see if you can get, or I guess part of your move, whatever it is, to get control of the uh, vessel. Haha, 15. You do manage to get control of this out of control vessel. Uh, So, Phil, you've gained control of it. Do you want to move it up towards uh, everybody else? Yeah, I see everyone struggling, and I decide to pat up. Oh, God, I'm coming. And I try and link it up next to it. Uh, maybe I, like, pull my net out, and on my next turn, I'm going to try and use that to connect them. All right, so you start rowing your direction up there. Celeste, you've just been saved from the clutches of a zombie inside of the mouth of a shark. Uh, what do you do? Um, but Rubert's still in the water from when he tried to help you. Yeah, can I try to do what I did before where I thorn a Robert toward, towards us and either he like hopefully lands in one of our boats. Yeah. Robert, you're, you see the uh, vine stretch out wrapping around you. Oh, this again. Oh. I got... Oh, I got 25. It wraps around him. You yank him forward. Roll damage against him and then Robert got seven damage. Alright, so Rubert, you take seven damage, and I'm gonna let you make a DC 10 dexterity acrobatics to land on uh, the Naughty Dreams. Seven plus acrobatics is four, uh, eleven. You land uh, on the uh, stern of the Naughty Dreams. You see the shark and zombie fighting and writhing in the water, but no longer uh, yours to pay attention to. You've won a canoe. Hey, free canoe. Uh, We're excellent pirates. Define free. Yeah, no, this is piracy. You just stole a canoe from a zombie. Actually, though, what Phil just did there, like, as you row away for a moment, you realize that what Phil just accomplished there, though, well, maybe not great with a zombie, but if you're passing by, like, a single vehicle vessel, you just, or a single person vessel, you can swap with them, and it puts Phil on their ship, and then them, like, surrounded by you on your ship to just beat the shit out of them while Phil steals the boat. <laughs> yeah, what do you think of that? I'm going to call this one the the new kid on the dock. <laughs> <laughs> All right, racy there. I'm betting grog. Racy there. Rubert, you're captain now. Whatever Zeldern says doesn't matter on the Naughty Dreams. Just for now, you're not always captain, but uh, see ya. No, take these back, seas. Oh, we're racing, baby. Full speed ahead, Zellner. Okay, my full speed. <laughs> All right. Shake water to speed up the boat, and it makes Zellner uncomfortable. All right, so you uh, you race off from it, uh, having avoided. You see the the shark jump out of the water, the zombie hands grabbing into it. You see the horror as like the zombie still isn't dying as it tears apart the shark from inside, and you wonder at what terrible nightmare that's going to create in the deep. Uh, but you uh, move your way on, and uh, a very short time after that, uh, as you round a bend. You come upon an abandoned, uh, like, riverside camp strewn with wreckage. The tents are moldy and tattered, and all the permanent structures appear to have burned to the ground. Two intact rowboats are tied off to a short dock here, uh, both of them looking relatively fresh, suggesting they came with that same canoe and they match the markings on the canoe that you have. 
North of the camp is a ridge, built into which is an 80-foot-tall stone statue carved to look like a man with a crocodile for a head. Between the statue's feet is a stone archway leading to a dark tunnel. To the left of the statue is a crude animal pen, with a small, panicked bird running around inside of it. There are no other signs of life. It's me, your friend Ryan, who plays your favorite bard, Rubear Grace, and on Chaotic Normal, The Shattered Isles. How's everyone doing out there? Hope all of y'all are having a good end to spring and looking forward to summer. It's getting nice out here. Hope it's getting nice out wherever wherever you're listening. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, be sure to rate and review on Apple Podcasts, because that's what it's called. I've called it iTunes this whole time, and guess what? I'm a little bit old, so I will never, ever be able to change that over. Yeah, if you could give us a like, a subscribe, that's not what you do on Apple Podcasts, but yeah, rate and review it, uh, recommend to your friends, give us a shout out on social media, someone will see it, probably me, and if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or your favorite homemade sports drink recipe tired of this Gatorade give me some homemade some homemade hacks on how to make some electrolyte flavored beverages yeah I think that's about it uh, gonna continue to be bi-weekly for a while uh, hope y'all like the music the music this week was provided by Dream Protocol, Julius H, and Amaranta Music, all from Pixabay. So give them a look there. And uh, yeah, I'll talk to y'all next week. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.